Hey guys, it's Kim. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hope y'all had a wonderful couple of days celebrating Memorial Day over this past weekend. I am so tired. I am rallying for you guys right now, but it was such a busy week busy weekend. And I'm going to tell you guys all about that during the catch up with Kim segment. I feel, especially after a weekend like this, uh, where most of us are in swimwear, bikinis, shorts, whatever you, you wear by the pool or on the water. It's so important to refresh your minds about the importance of loving yourself and body positivity. So today I'm going to dive sorry for the fun, into summer 2023 beach body love, embracing confidence and body positivity. I think it's really important to talk about body positivity again after a weekend like this because some of us might have been comparing our bodies to others or maybe just not liking what we see in the mirror or having some negative self-talk or maybe even just being tough on yourself for not meeting your fitness goals or feeling like you don't look exactly the way you you think you should look. So I am going to make you guys feel otherwise. Hopefully after you listen to this episode, you feel good about yourself and proud of your body and you learn how to love yourself just the way you are. I will get a little cheesy at times, you guys, but it's just how I am. So whether you're a size zero or a size 24, Whatever your body shape is, you can learn to love yourself and embrace your beauty from within. So we are going to talk about all of that. Before we do, though, a little housekeeping. I received incredible feedback about last week's episode with my friend Kiana. I love that you guys loved having her on. And I hope to have her on again in the future. Please send me a DM with any certain topics or Reddit groups that you would want us to chat about in the future. All the feedback from all the stories was so awesome and fun. I loved chatting with you guys in DMs about these silly stories that we talked about. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode, you totally should. We had so much fun giving our reactions and opinions on these controversial Reddit stories that I chose for us to talk about. And overall, Kiana is just an incredible person. She is so full of life and spirit, and I loved her. She was so cute too when we were recording. She was like a little nervous, but once the cameras were on, this girl was on fire. So Again, let me know uh, if you guys had any additional feedback for that or any topics you'd want us to discuss in the future. I do hope to have her on again. Also, as you guys know, I've had a little May social media challenge going on in which I asked my listeners to post themselves listening to my podcast on their public Instagram accounts, on their stories, and to tag at my lips aren't sealed podcast so I can repost them. Those of you who posted were entered to win a very special prize, which was a box of my favorite goodies from me. And the winner is, I promised you guys I would announce it. The winner is Larissa. So that's at Issa Aris, I-S-S-S-A, 
R-I-I-S-S-S. A lot of S's in there, girl. But congratulations, Larissa. Please look out for a DM from me to request your shipping address. Uh, I'm going to be sending that over to you soon. For the rest of you, thank you so much for posting and sharing. Please continue to do so. Word of mouth is the best way for my podcast to reach more people. And I will continue to send out goodies here and there to those of you who post and support my podcast. And I'll also be having more giveaways in the future too. So if you're not already, follow my podcast Instagram account at my lips aren't sealed podcast for updates and news and join my Facebook group, my lips aren't sealed podcast to join my private community of listeners. That just about wraps up my little housekeeping. Thank you again for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and let's now jump into catch up with Kim. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? Lately, I've been feeling a little overwhelmed and have been having trouble staying focused because I have like a million things on my to-do list and I am constantly trying to find balance in my life. I don't know if I'm alone here, but I feel like summer really snuck up on me this year. I've had so many projects I'm working on while also trying to plan fun trips, socialize with my friends, live a healthier lifestyle, and also grow my personal brand and this podcast. You guys know I love my energy drinks, but when I'm feeling like I want energy but don't want the jitters, I've been having this new little elixir drink in the mornings called Magic Mind. The Magic Mind drink helps my brain focus throughout the day while also keeping it super zen. Love that. Magic Mind is a once daily shot that you can drink alongside your coffee or tea, and it's made up of 12 ingredients, including matcha, lion's mane mushrooms, turmeric, vitamin C, echinacea, honey, and some other good stuff. I've been loving this drink, especially this past week. And for those of you listening, I'm sure you'll love it too. If you're interested in trying it out, you can go to magicmind.co slash mylips and get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code mylips20. That's magicmind.co slash mylips and get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code mylips20. I will put that link in the show notes as well. But guys, these drinks are so good. I have been loving them. This past week, I've also been spending a lot of time with friends and getting my 10,000 steps in every day. I'm very proud of myself. I did it for seven days in a row last week, seven days in a row or two weeks ago, and then this past week as well. So I'm really proud of myself sticking to something even as small as going on a walk once a day to get some fresh air, it can be hard to commit to. It can be. So just celebrating those little accomplishments is something you should do. So I'm very proud of myself. I've also made it a priority this past week to be a better friend. One of my friends, her dog, sweetest little sweet pea in the world, she lives in my building, and her dog recently passed away. So when he passed away, I sent her flowers when it first happened. And this past weekend, I invited her out on one of my long 10,000 step walks so she could get out of the house and just talk to me about how she's feeling. If you have ever lost a pet, it's it's traumatizing. It, it 
takes such a toll on you as a person, especially if you are a huge animal lover like myself. I get emotional now. Just even the thought of Louie passing away. I'm probably a freak. Like I literally will burst into tears if he's being extra cute and cuddly. I just think about how difficult that day is going to be when I do have to say goodbye to him. And I feel that my neighbor had the same relationship with her dog. So I really wanted to be a good friend to her and um, force her to get out of the house. Of course, I respected her grieving process, gave her um, some time to be in her feelings, but she felt strong enough to leave her house and hang out. And so it was really nice to give her that extra love and attention and let her talk about how she's feeling and how losing her pet has affected other areas of her life as well. So I guess it's just important to note that no matter how crazy your life gets, my past week was crazy with work and life and events and things. It's still so important to make time for your loved ones, especially if they are going through a challenging time in life. Making that extra effort to show that you care means more to them than you'll ever know. I also have a dear friend who's going through a difficult breakup, so I brought her over some little goodies as an excuse to stop by and check in. So this is your weekly reminder to do even the little things to show the people in your life that you care about them. I don't know what's in the air lately, but it feels like everybody is going through something. So of course, take care of yourself first, but also make sure that you are giving whatever extra energy you have to the people around you. In addition to nourishing my relationships with my friends, this past week I've also been extra focused on nourishing my relationship with myself. I've been challenging myself to get out of my comfort zone often by attending social events, even when I have felt like staying in. I'll have something on the calendar that I'm looking forward to all week. And then that day comes up and I just want to stay home, cuddle with my dog, Louie, and relax. But I've made the commitment and instead of making up some stupid excuse to not go, I will push myself out of my comfort zone and go. And I'm always, guys, like so happy that I did. And I've also been doing things like trying new foods. Like I know that doesn't sound like much, but I am such a picky eater. I had ceviche for the first time. And even though I wasn't a huge fan, I am proud of myself for trying it. Like, I know that sounds so silly, but my friends joke that I have the taste buds of a toddler. So that was a big deal for me. So get out of your comfort zone this week, guys. I'm challenging you. Try new food, try new activity, hang out with a new friend. It feels so good. You you gain such a sense of accomplishment, even for doing something so small. But nothing else too crazy this past week. Even my Memorial Day weekend has been pretty low-key. Since I am living a sober life, this is like a pretty drinking-heavy holiday, right? So I didn't make any big party plans. There were um, some, you know, invitations thrown around to join on a boat. But I, you know, I can go and experience those things and still have a good time. Of course, I can socialize. I'm good. But I listened to what my body was feeling and I just wasn't necessarily inclined to be in situations like that. So instead, I used my extra day off to get a lot of projects and things crossed off my to-do list. And then I just spent more chill time with my friends. 
And after I'm done recording this episode, I'm actually recording this on Monday, I'm heading over to my friend's pool to hang out with a small group of gals, which will be fun. It's a newer group that I've been hanging out with and they're all so sweet and I feel so grateful to have been invited. So I'm not going to drink, but I'm going to go over, maybe bring some watermelon, some drinks for them. I'm not sure if the grocery store is open. I hope it is. Um, That said, I do hope that you guys had fun partying your little booties off this past week and that your week is off to an amazing start, which if you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, it definitely is. But that wraps up the catch up with Kim section. And we're going to now chat about my picks of the week. Oh, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Thanks. Just it. I see it. I like it. I want it. Yes, I have totally been hustling this past week, but in between hustling, getting things done off my to-do list, working on projects, I've managed to squeeze in a little extra couch and Netflix time this past week. So while I'm doing my laptop work, I love having either Spotify playing on my TV or Netflix. So it just depends on my mood. This past week, I was in a Netflix mood and my best friend has been recommending me to watch Queer Eye more than a makeover. And I think I just like didn't know what the premise of the show was for the longest time. And so I put it on and I'm like, wait, this is a makeover show. What have I been waiting for? I love a good makeover moment. I remember back in the day watching TLC's uh, What Not to Wear with Stacey and Clinton. Loved that show. I love every makeover montage and cheesy rom-coms. Like, that's my shit. So once I realized that and they do home decor renovations, oh, my God. Guys, I'm sold. I'm already on season seven. Not ashamed to say it. I have skipped a few episodes here and there. But the show is so good. The guys are my favorite. Anthony is smoking hot. Jonathan's hilarious. Tan is like, I'm literally, I relate to Tan so much. Like, these guys are just incredible. Incredible. I love the show. If you haven't watched it, 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, it's great and it's so wholesome. And there was one episode in particular where they really changed the life of this this old guy who was really depressed because he didn't have children and wasn't married and that his dog just died. And they gave him a full and he also was like a hoarder. His home was like just a hoarding situation. So the Fab Five comes in and completely changes this guy's life, redo, redecorates his whole house, gives him a makeover, invites his whole family over, and they were so proud of him, and you could tell he was just beaming with happiness. And in this episode, spoiler alert, they also took him to a shelter and adopted a dog with him, and he named the dog Fab, which is so sweet. This episode had me bawling like literally bawling. So again, 10 out of 10 recommend Queer Eye on Netflix. So good, but you can't blame me if you get hooked. Like you will not want to turn it off. It is so good. My my next pick of the week is this Amazon haul I did. I decided, you know what, I'm going to get all these things crossed off my to-do list. And multiple things on my to-do list this past week were related to things I needed to purchase for the home or for my self-care. So a few of my favorite things that I got from my Amazon list, which will all be linked in my 
highlights on my podcast Instagram account under pick of the week on, and on stories. And also I'll have these um, linked on an Amazon storefront list that I'll create. So first off is this, I think it was 17 or $18 curling iron. The brand is Conair, which I know doesn't have the best rep, but if it means anything to you guys, Alex Earl also uses this curling iron. So it's a good curling iron, but it's just a normal clamping curling iron for the longest time. I have always used a wand and it just creates a different sort of look. So I recently got the curling iron with the clamp. It's incredible. I will say I struggled to figure out how to use it. I was watching tutorials on TikTok trying to figure out how to use it correctly and it was a lot of trial and error. I feel like I finally got the technique down, not perfected, but you know, I, I know how to do it now. But it created these gorgeous, gorgeous beach waves and I am mad at myself for waiting for so long to get this and it was so cheap. I also purchased some going out tops and skirts for summer, like these nice flattering flowy skirts that you know, just are very flattering for the body. I carry weight in my belly. And so this like cinches at the waist, it's flowy covering the rest of my body. And then I got these cute crop tops that cover the shoulders, but show off the cleavage. Like it is working it for me. And then I also played around with some color and got some other fun tops as well. I got a pair of cowboy boots, a black pair that are so comfy. And especially with going out in Texas, People just wear cowboy boots out like it's a fashion statement and it's become more trendy as well, right? So this pair is perfect. I think they were $50. Very comfy. Such a good investment. And again, with going out, you want your feet protected. My sister wore a pair of sandals out to the bars and she ended up getting her foot sliced open like emergency room status blood gushing everywhere. That's all I'll say, but it was traumatizing and I will never wear an open-toed shoe out to the bars ever again. And this pair of boots is comfy. They're cute. I get so many compliments on them and they're from Amazon. Like it's insane. Two more things I got was the, I got this really cute flattering dress with puff sleeves. Again, cinches at the waist, great cleavage, comes in a ton of colors. So I'll link that. You guys are going to thank me because it's so, so cute. And the last thing is this workout set, which I'm a little on the fence about. The color is beautiful. I got it in this powder blue color and it's a tennis skirt. So flowy with built-in shorts and the top is a one shoulder crop top. My chest, I have a 36 triple D top chest and my boobs fit in the top. Like I'll, I'll say that they fit, but do I feel supported necessarily? No, but it is very fashionable and cute. And so I'm thinking this is more like a hot girl walk outfit versus an actual workout. Like I definitely couldn't do jumping jacks or anything in this outfit, but it's very, very cute. So again, everything will be linked in the show notes in my Amazon storefront and on my highlights on my Instagram page. Those are my picks of the week. And now we're going to move into the main segment today, which is summer 2023 beach body love, embracing confidence and body positivity. 
So let's jump on in. As I mentioned, with the summer months creeping up on us and with Memorial Day being this past weekend, I feel like a lot of us might have experienced moments where we were comparing our bodies to other people or maybe even just criticizing our own bodies and how we look possibly not feeling your best or maybe wanting to cover up some problem areas. I'm doing problem areas in air quotes, but that's a normal feeling. I can say from my own personal experience, I felt that way. I look at other girls around me and their flat tummies and their toned booties. And I just think, oh man, like, why do I not look like that? And I am the preacher of body positivity. I love my curves. I love my body, but it's taken years for me to get to this point. It was not an overnight fix. And even I still have moments where I am comparing myself to others. I think that body positivity is so important because it allows you to fully embrace life and live in the moment without having those negative thoughts in the back of your mind always. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys about body positivity, what it is, why it's important, my own experiences, and how you can learn to love yourself as well. So first, what is body positivity? I'm sure by now it's more of like a hot, like a hot expression, like a hot word, right? Like you've heard it bounced around, but it's not just about your body. It's more of a social movement that's focused on acceptance of all bodies, regardless of of shape, size, skin tone, gender, physical abilities, while challenging the present day beauty standards as kind of an undesirable social construct, right? So with body positivity, it's not necessarily just, oh, that person's bigger. I think they're beautiful. It's No matter what shape and size, you embrace everybody for their uniqueness. I always say this, but I think if we all looked exactly the same, our world would be so boring, right? Like, I think it's so incredible how unique we all are. As women, though, there are so many societal pressures and beauty standards that affect our body image and how we see our our bodies with social media. Every day I'm seeing these how to lose weight and how how workouts that help you lose belly fat or this smoothie changed my life. This green powder made me lose 10 pounds in five weeks. I'm not going to lie. I have fallen for some of those tricks throughout the years. Now I'm at the point where I don't buy it. I'm not saying the things that these fitness influencers or these brands are pushing don't work. I can't speak on that if I haven't experienced it, but I will say I think that it is more of a gimmick. And if you more focus on your own happiness and doing things like getting outside, getting your steps in, doing things that improve your mental health will in turn affect your physical health. Does that make sense? That said, I feel like there are just so many pressures though to conform to a certain body image or a certain body shape or even throughout the throughout the years you know early 2000s being super skinny was in then the Kardashians came in and having a big booty was cute and then they lost all the weight and now we're back to ultra ultra skinny 
that negative body image, the the idea that women need to look a certain way in order to be accepted into society is awful. It's so it's just so bad. It's so disheartening. And I think if we took less time to focus on how we look, we could do a lot more with our time, right? There really is a connection between body positivity and overall well-being. From, again, my own experience, when I was the most down about my body, when I was criticizing myself, when I wasn't happy with how I looked, that's when my mental health was the worst. For example, before I quit drinking, my face was so bloated, you guys. Like I weighed the same that as I do now, but my face was so swollen from drinking and I hated how I looked. And that made a huge effect on my mental health. My depression kicked in and then I had anxiety. And I know it's not necessarily the same, but with drinking, once I cut that out, my face became less bloated. I became happier with my physical appearance. And then my mental health started to improve as well. Now, again, I know that's a little different because it it does have to do with how alcohol affected my depression and things like that. But from a more surface level perspective, when I do feel more confident when I look in the mirror, emotionally, I am in a better headspace as well. So there definitely is a strong connection between how you feel about your body and your overall well-being. If you're like me and you struggle with finding a way to be content with your body and be happy with where you're at, and this could be if you're a size zero, if you're a size 12, like it doesn't matter what size you are. There are always going to be or there could possibly be, I hope, if, if it's not the case for you at all, that's incredible. Tell me your secrets. But I feel like there are always ways that I'm trying to think of how to be happy with the reflection in the mirror. Um, so I put together some little tips for developing a positive body image. And again, this is not an overnight thing, you guys. Like This takes work. You have to really be dedicated to having grace with yourself and learning to love yourself and and doing these things. So number one is just to appreciate all that your body can do. When I'm walking on the treadmill, I am just so grateful that I have my legs that are working. I am healthy. I'm able to do these things. Maybe I can only lift 20 pounds, but I'm so appreciative that my body can do that. So even if it is a little win, don't be hard on yourself. If you can only walk or run 10 minutes on the treadmill, be grateful that your body can do that and just continue to improve yourself. I want to take a little moment to say this is not an episode about weight loss. I feel like I was rambling for a bit about being happy with what you see in the mirror. I am not in any way teaching you or preaching on how to lose weight. I'm just wanting to be clear about that. The reason I'm doing this podcast is to teach you guys how to be okay with how you look and to love how you look and to embrace how you look because that's the only way you can live a happy life is if you are 
comfortable in your own skin and you embrace your own inner beauty and you find ways to love yourself and and your reflection. So just wanted to plug that in there. Number two is to a tip on how to become more body positive is to keep a list of things that you like about yourself. And these can be things that aren't related to how much you weigh or what you look like. So this can be, I love how much I care about other people. I love how much I care about animals. I love that I'm funny. I I love my eyes. It can, it can be a physical thing. Or you love how you connect with others or how silly you can be and make other people laugh. Write down a list of those things. They can be physical, but try to more focus on things that aren't related to what you look like. And reflect on that list. Maybe have that list taped up onto your mirror in your bathroom or have it on a note on your phone and just continuously add to that list when you think of things. Number three, remind yourself that true beauty is not simply skin deep. Beauty is a state of mind, not a state of your body. I'm a firm, firm believer that beauty comes from from within. You can be the most stunning Victoria's Secret model, but if you are a horrible person, if you have a bad heart, you're not a beautiful person, no matter how incredible you look on the outside. And flip that flip that in reverse. If maybe if you are uh overweight or you are you you consider yourself not pretty in terms of societal standards, if you have a good heart, if you are a beautiful person from within, that will reflect on the outside. People will want to be surrounded or be in your presence because of how incredible you are on the inside. So whenever I am trying to be more positive about the way I feel about myself, I think about how I make others feel. And from what I've heard (laughs) from my friends and people I care about, people like being around me because I'm nice and because I embrace people. It's so funny that one of my managers, my managers at the cycle studio I work at, she said after she hired me and after she got to know me, she's like, I am so shocked by how nice you are. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, you know, I was just looking at your social media and your followers and you could just be such a meaner person. You could just be like that, uh, you know, that, that influencer that people have bad experiences with and you're not that person at all. You're very kind and warm and welcoming. And that was hands down the sweetest thing that she could have told me. It made me feel so happy that I was able to change her perspective on who she thought I was going to be and that she really appreciates my presence. Like that made me feel so good about myself. Number four, look at yourself as a whole person. Choose not to focus on specific body parts and just more on who you are as a person. I think that one's pretty self-explanatory, but who are you over overall? What makes you you? What makes you unique? And be grateful for those things that make you different and those things that set you apart. Number five is surround yourself with positive people. I feel like this goes back to what I was talking about with my manager, but 
being in the presence of people who make you a better version of yourself, I, in my opinion, think this has one of the biggest effects on your positive body positivity journey. I, at one point in my life, surrounded myself with a group of girls who made me feel bad about myself. And I was always trying to fit in with them. And I wasn't embracing who I was as a person. I was letting my sparkle dim a little bit because they didn't like uh, who I was. And I was, I was trying to be a different version of myself in order to fit in with them. The effect that that had on me was so crazy. And I didn't really notice it in the moment because I was just so focused on making sure that they liked me. Once I cut off those friendships and I started focusing on being around people who loved me for me, people who embraced who I am as an and, and, and an individual, these people who were positive and made me want to be a better version of myself, my life like fully changed. It's crazy. And these people who are positive make me want to go out and do fun things and experience life and add so much more value to my life and in turn make me feel like really happy and really positive. Next is to wear clothes that you are comfortable in and make you feel good about your body. This is an example I've used in the past, but string bikinis look so good on some girls. Oh my God, they look so sexy. Now, trying to fit my 36 triple D titties into a string bikini is not the vibe. First of all, I mean, they look great. I will say like my boobs look great in this little tiny bikini, but because my breasts are so heavy, when I have a halter top on, the pressure it puts on the back of my neck is so painful. I am in so much pain, you guys. It's not comfortable. And so now I, I wear things that even if they aren't on trend, I like wearing swimsuits with a little cap sleeve. It supports my boobs and makes them look good. It keeps me protected from the sun and it's still like a sexy look for me. Also, like dresses, for example, some girls look fantastic in like those skin tight, sheer see-through dresses. That's not necessarily the vibe for me. I love more of a flowy look, cinched at the waist, a nice cute heel to make my legs look long. That's what works for me. If you're more comfortable in a baggy t-shirt and jeans, rock that. If you feel better with wearing less, rock that. If you find what makes you feel good and you embrace that individual style, it will make such a positive effect on your body image and how you feel about yourself. I always preach too, like don't conform to what other people are wearing just because it's in style. I don't look that great with super, super baggy pants because I already have really wide hips. I have like a big booty. I look better with a tighter fit pant, even though it might not be the trendiest thing. I do what looks good on my body and you should too. Next thing that can help improve your positive body image is to focus on your social media intake. Follow accounts that make you feel good. Unfollow accounts that don't make you feel good. I feel that's pretty self-explanatory. 
if some accounts are making you feel less than, if you're comparing yourself to a certain influencer, I pray that it's not me. But if I have that effect on you, unfollow me for sure. But if there are certain people that you're following that aren't adding value to your mental health and instead are doing the opposite, they're not worth having a part of your community. You should follow accounts that bring joy to you and make you feel good about yourself. I love following other women who have similar body types to me because they inspire me on what types of fashion I should be wearing or they inspire me to try something new. And I love that they embrace their curves and they make me feel not so alone in the world. And the last thing I recommend to improve your body image is to use the time and energy that you have. You might have spent worrying on uh, your body and food. Instead, use that time to help others. So as I mentioned earlier in my podcast episode, I, you know, my friend recently lost her dog. So I made sure to reach out to her and, and help her through this difficult time. My friend going through a breakup, I went over to her place and made sure she was in a good, good headspace. And of course, I'm not saying give away all your energy to other people. But if you do have a lot of spare time on your hands, help people that are your friends or volunteer at an animal shelter or give back to your community, join an organization, do things that make you feel like you're giving back to a bigger community and you're not just so focused on yourself. And being surrounded by those people who appreciate you whether that's people you're meeting for the first time by volunteering and helping others or your friends. It's just going to make you feel so, so good about yourself. Self-acceptance and self-compassion is, is a hard thing to do. And every day we're being influenced by the social media we consume, the people we're surrounded by, and our body image it can come it can come in ups and downs. You might have days where you are loving your body, you're feeling your look, you love every inch of yourself. And then there are some days where you where you might not feel so great. For me, when I am it's my time of the month, I'm on my period, I feel absolutely disgusting. I feel like so gross about my body. I'm bloated, cramping, I don't feel great. And afterwards, I'm on top of the world. Have grace with yourself when you are going through moments in your life that are difficult or you're on your period or you just had like a bad day have grace with yourself i think that is like an also an incredible incredible thing to remember now i want to chat with you guys a little bit about overcoming body shaming and judgment as somebody who has a very large social media presence I have been dealt my fair share of mean comments. People dropping little pig emojis on my pictures or sending me negative comments about my weight, especially when I have a video on TikTok, for example, go viral and my content is pushed out to people who don't know me who are in my community. While that's amazing and I love reaching new people, some new people who I reach don't care for me. And they might just want to criticize me. At the end of the day, those people who do body shame, especially a complete stranger, 
But people who body shame and judge others, that's always a reflection of themselves. And I think that's so important to remember. And that's something that took me years to understand because I was getting these messages when I first started social media. And I couldn't understand why somebody could say such mean things to somebody they don't even know. Uh, and I took those comments to heart and I let it get down, get me down. The longer I've been in the social media world, though, I'm realizing that these air quote keyboard warriors, these people who pass judgment on others, more times than not, they are just people who are unhappy with themselves and they express the anger that they have towards themselves onto others. If you are somebody who judges people on social media, I challenge you to self-reflect on why you feel it's necessary because maybe it is somebody that you are hurting who's new to social media, who hasn't experienced that type of cyberbullying that I have. And I've definitely grown a thick skin over the past couple of years. You guys wouldn't believe the things that people have said to me. It's crazy. I, I it's it honestly flabbergasts me, but now I just laugh at it. If somebody body shames me, says I need to lose weight, says just guys like the most hurtful things. Like they're not even worth repeating. But some people who are new to social media don't have that same thick skin as me. So I encourage you guys to find um some compassion for yourself and for others when you are in the social media world. And if you see somebody bullying somebody else, stick up for that person. Like I encourage getting in a a nice uh, online debate with somebody who's being mean to somebody else. But when you are putting content out there, if you are an aspiring social media influencer or content creator, just know at the end of the day that people who are shaming you are doing so because they have shame for themselves. I hope that makes sense. But I do empower you guys to stand up against body shaming and to support others and to show love, especially if somebody, somebody in your community or a stranger, if they are being vulnerable, they're putting themselves out there, they don't have filters on, they're just being themselves, show some love because I think we just need more of that in the, in the world. And if you are dealing with criticism and and negative self-talk after experiencing something like that on the internet, just know that you are beautiful and you are brave. And even if you don't know it, if you are putting yourself out there and being vulnerable as well, you are being a role model to others. I personally have had a lot of struggles throughout the years with body image. And for the longest time, I was covering up my body a lot. I was ashamed of how I looked. And I was preventing myself from going into social situations if I felt I was going to have to be vulnerable in a swimsuit, for example, or even like in a short dress. Like I had such negative body image for for a long time. And now I'm hosting birthday parties in swimsuits. I'm going to social events. I'm showing off my curves. And I still have moments when I feel less than. You are never going to be 100% confident with who you are. You might still have a day here or there where you don't feel that great. But this journey I've been on, going through the social media worlds, hearing that negative self-talk from people, 
being around people who didn't make me feel great, all these things have contributed to how much of a body positive advocate I am today because I, I don't want other people to feel alone in their journey like I was. I felt very, very alone because when I first started doing social media, this wasn't really something that people talked about, right? On a more general spectrum though, because I feel like I'm getting really <laughs> niche right now with my own personal journey. No matter what size you are, you might feel a sense of criticism upon yourself when you are wearing a bikini. And again, size zero, size 12, size 16, it doesn't matter. Everybody experiences this. But I encourage you to try to push that negative self-talk away as much as possible because you are beautiful and the things that make you unique and set you apart are what makes you beautiful. And half the time, I think the biggest thing, guys, half the time is people are so focused on themselves and what they look like that they aren't even noticing you and your air quote flaws. Like people are more consumed about their own experiences and their own lives. And if they are focused on your body, those aren't people that you should be around anyways, right? Like those are people you should cut off because they suck. <laughs> like they literally just suck. I encourage you guys just to embrace the things that make you unique, your curves, or if you are like thinner, like embrace that. Embrace the body that your mother gave you and have grace with yourself too. If you are having those days when you don't necessarily feel that great, bounce back. Give yourself time to feel those feelings and then go back to that list I just gave you guys. Do those things that I recommended. Look at that list of the things that I said that aren't related to how much you weigh and what you look like. Go through those things. You love your personality. You love how you connect with others. Remind yourself of all the positive characteristics that you have. And I promise you, you'll feel just a little bit better. I encourage you guys to prioritize your well-being and practice self-compassion, especially as we go into these summer months and we're wearing shorts and dresses and swimsuits. And make sure you are putting aside time to give yourself some self-love and to create those healthy habits where you're giving yourself time to do things that make you feel good about yourself, whether that's getting outside, eating healthier, eating some sweets, whatever things make you feel good, do those things. Promote self-love to people around you. If, if you have a friend who maybe feels insecure and expresses that to you often, when she comes out her swimsuit, tell her, girl, you look so good. Love that swimsuit. It might seem a little extra, but do it. Like it's going to make their day. And do that to yourself too. If you aren't feeling great, look in the mirror and tell yourself, oh my God, I look amazing. When it comes to actually dressing for the beach or the pool or anything, as I talked about with the string bikini, wear something that you feel confident in. I have a whole Amazon list on my storefront, not to self-promote right now, but I've done a lot of research on swimsuits that make me feel good. I have a big ass. I have big titties, guys. <laughs> like, that's just a fact. So I have found swimsuits, cover-ups, things that make me feel confident and sexy on this storefront list. So go check it out if you guys want. But I'm a big advocate for dressing to impress yourself, not dressing to impress others. So I have so many cute things like 
wraps, like the tanning lotion, just having that glow and presence and the best accessory you can have when rocking a swimsuit, when in a situation like this, is your confidence, truly. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me vent about all these things though. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to reach out to me, send me a DM. It's so important to have that confidence and to embrace your your body during these summer months and to really reflect on how beautiful you are and embrace that and, and believe it. Most importantly is to believe it. You can tell yourself you're you're beautiful just the way you are, but I need you guys to believe it. And I feel I've been on a little bit of a soapbox this episode, but this is just something that I hold so close to my heart because I struggled since puberty, guys. Like I have struggled with learning to love myself and I feel like I'm finally at a place in my life where more days than not, I do love the way I look in the mirror. I'm so proud of myself and I want you guys to feel that way too, okay? So reminder, I'm always just a message away at Kimberly Cobb and at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Make sure to post a screenshot of you listening to the story or selfie on your Instagram stories. Tag me so I can repost you guys. I love you guys so much. Again, I hope you had the best Memorial Day weekend and I hope you leave this podcast episode feeling like you want to make a change and you want to feel positive with how you look and embrace yourself and you just you feel on top of the world girl okay so tag me in your stories love you guys so much and we will chat more next week bye